Welcome to the Strength in Business podcast, which is all about maximizing your impact by implementing a powerful marketing system that will help you perform at your highest level. And now, here is your host, Chris Rock. Welcome to a new interview session at Strength in Business. My name is Chris Rock, and I'm here to share with you powerful online and offline marketing strategies that truly work in the entrepreneurial and small business world. We have a great topic today. We're going to dive deeper into Google Plus and Google Hangouts. But before we get into this subject, I'd like to briefly introduce my amazing guest today. Carol Dotsley from the United Kingdom, better known to many as the G Plus How To Go, is an expert interviewer and online communication specialist focusing on helping you to use Google Plus and Hangouts to raise your visibility, position yourself as the expert authority in your niche, attract more leads and clients to your business, and most of all, get found where your potential customers are looking for you online. Carol is a sought-after trainer, consultant, and the author of the number one best-selling book, A Divapreneur's Guide to G+. She was recently invited to become a Google Plus top contributor because of her Google Plus product knowledge, expertise, and helpfulness, and can often be found in the official Google Plus help community, offering help and advice to Google Plus users. Welcome, Carol. How are you? Hi, I am absolutely delighted to be here with you today. Awesome, awesome. Carol, look, I did a very brief introduction as I wanted you to give us a few more details about yourself. First of all, how did you get started as a Google Plus and Hangout specialist? And second, where are you today? Because as a top Google contributor, Google top contributor, you most likely will be getting an invite to the Google headquarters in the US as Google truly appreciates your efforts and all the help you've been providing to Google Plus users worldwide. So once again, two parts of that question, I know. How did you get started, first of all, and second, where are you today? Wow, I got started on Google Plus by accident. It was initially launched in 2011 and it was by invite only. And at that time, I was actually working on Facebook and helping people with Facebook pages and for their business. And I went over because if you're in social, you go and look at all the new platforms. I took a little bit of a look around and thought, oh, I don't like this. It's a bit of a ghost town. It doesn't look as though it's going to be any good. It's probably going to bomb the way the last two Google products bombed. And I really promptly left and went back to where I was used to being, which is what we kind of tend to do, which isn't always a great thing. And then I was interviewing experts, very similar to the way you're doing with me today, and I was using Skype video. And we were having a few problems, and it was pixelating, and people dropping out of the calls. And I was looking around for some other way to do the videos that would have really good video as well as really good audio. And suddenly, Google Plus introduced Hangouts On Air, which is a public broadcast video that is automatically recorded by YouTube. And I saw it and thought, oh, I need to get over there. I need to have a look at this. And I went over. I had a look. I did a couple of interviews with it. It was absolutely phenomenal. And I then started to think, hang on a minute. Now I'm here and I'm loving this. What else can Google Plus offer me? It's obviously not a ghost town. It's not what I thought it was that's going to be rubbish and disappear. 
And I packed my suitcases, went over, started to explore and really dived in and the results have been absolutely amazing. So in terms of years, how much is that? Because Google Plus went on air, when, when did they go on air? About three they, years ago or something yep. like that? 2011, they okay. originally launched. I think it was September time. Don't quote me on that. Um, I went over in Ma May, I think it was, 2012. Okay, so, so you're early adopter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not the earliest. There's people that got there before me who did hang around by the invite one. Um, but once I got there, so yeah, I am actually an early adopter of it. Awesome, <laughs> awesome. Good place to be. <laughs> awesome. Now, I mean, Facebook is around for like seven, eight years, Twitter um, even less. Um, the question uh, that I have is, why did you pick Google Plus and Hangouts? And um, what makes you different from all other Google Plus and Hangouts experts? Uh, there aren't very many Google Plus and Hangouts experts because it's such a new platform. Um, so as well as being different, that's what makes me stand out is the fact that I have been there and, and that I'm using it, but I'm really walking my talk with it. Some people that are teaching Google Plus and Hangouts because it's new, because it's hot, but they're not actually using it. I use it every single day and I run two TV shows with it. So I'm actually out there and I love being out there. I love interviewing people, I love sharing knowledge and I love the face-to-face -face connection that Google Hangouts can give you which before we didn't have that, we were hiding behind logos and websites. With the Hangouts, you're actually out there. Um, one thing that makes me different to a lot of them is I'm from the UK. Most people tend to be at the moment are the Americans um, and everybody loves my accent, so that's one really great thing. It's like, wow, I love your accent. Even the Americans are coming and saying, Carol, I love your accent. We have to be part of your show. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so one of your biggest USPs is being, um, yeah, being English or being a European now. And also being me. Mm -hmm. I, um, one of the things I'm seeing with Google Hangouts, because it's video broadcasting, people are trying to teach other people to use it and turn it into... A slick professional broadcast like you would see on the TV and dress for the camera and do this and really what it's all about is it's taking us back to traditional ways of working real people talking to real people and from, from my perspective I say to everybody be you don't worry about being perfect you don't have to be you can mess up it's quite informal and people are quite happy to see bloops because it makes them think oh well if they've just messed up I don't have to be scared to go and use this technology. So it actually gives people confidence if you are not trying to be that slick broadcaster. And that's one of the big things that I always say to people. Just be yourself because that's who people want to get to know. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I get a lot of small business owners especially who are absolutely overwhelmed by uh, the amount of technology that pops up every single day. And in terms of social media, I mean, we have about 200 platforms. When, when I see companies say, well, I'm a specialist in social media, I'd like to know a bit more information. What are you a specialist in? Because I don't think you're a specialist in 200 uh, social media platforms. I mean, I might be wrong, but, um, you know, I like what you said. Um, you said, okay, you're doing web TV shows and uh, you've seen the positive um, changes and the positive things in ways you can use Hangouts versus Skype. 
how does Google Plus stand out from all other social media platforms? And I don't want to name the 200, but let's take, <laughs> um, let's take the biggest ones. Let's take Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Pinterest, um, maybe Instagram. Why should people use Google Plus? Why should they use this channel? Two, two big reasons. One is the fact that Google Plus is not a social network. Google Plus is a social layer across the top of everything Google. So you have Calendar, you have YouTube, you have AdWords, you have your Gmail, absolutely loads and loads of other things, obviously, all coming underneath, and it's one login, one password. So you're not logging into one thing and then coming out and logging into another thing. Everything is contained in there for you. And it's like having a complete enterprise suite of business tools. Mm -hmm. The other big reason is when people are looking for your business, they might ask their friends, they might go on their social networks, but the majority of people, you hear them say, Google it. People go to Google search. When they go to Google search, if you are there on Google+, which there's a way of linking your website to Google+, there's a way of linking your personal profile with your website and your blog so you're verified, the more people you're talking to on Google+, and the more engagement and activity, you start showing up in search. With the other social networks, yeah, they are sort of indexed, but not properly. In fact, Facebook, I believe, has banned Google from indexing their content. So you're staying in an island. With Google+, you're actually out there in the world. You can be found so much easier. And that is one of the key things for any business is they need to be found where people are looking for them and people are Googling it. Mm. If I remember the latest stats, um, most people Google, I mean, most people search on Google because uh, Google together with YouTube and YouTube belongs to Google. I think they have a market share about 70 or 80 uh, percent. There's only a tiny group who searches stuff on Yahoo or, or Bing, which Bing belongs to Microsoft. Um, so in terms of, um, yeah, being found and ranking, it. Google Plus is definitely a good place to be. Exactly. And it was actually April 2013, the stats were 83 or 84% of the search market was Google's. Okay. Well, on the other hand, I also have the question, well, it's kind of, again, we have one huge corporate and everything, yeah, depends on them. Oftentimes, they uh, change their algorithm and all your SEO is gone. What's your opinion on that? They do change it. And one of the reasons that they change it is because so many people start to learn how to game it and what they call black hat SEO and okay. spammy tricks to get themselves seen more. And Google's trying to stop that. And one of those things is by having authorship and verifying yourself across with your Google Plus profile verifying to your website they're trying to get more quality but they're also looking at semantic search and mm -hmm. semantic search is about connections it's about interests it's about real people and what they're looking for and what they talk about a little bit like it's your offline world in your offline world who you know depends who you get to know who you're talking to where you go depends what you see and they're bringing this together so that Traditional SEO, as in keywords and backlinking, is beginning to become less important. It's still needed, 
but it's less important because they're starting to bring in, let's look at what these people are really interested in. Who are they connecting to? Who are they sharing information with? Who's sharing their information? How many people are engaging with them? And that's what they're starting to bring the search results back to you as. So they're making your search results more relevant and the search results of the people that are looking for you more relevant. And you can build that by being active on Google+. Yeah, that's a very good point because I think it was back two weeks ago or so, uh, there was uh, an article by Matt Cutts and Matt Cutts is uh, the head of the web uh, spam at Google and um, he wrote an article about backlinking. Of course not if backlinking is done correctly and guest posting and I think it's a good way to, yeah, to penalize uh, people who don't do it the right way, who are just after, yeah, black SEO, black backlinking. So I think by doing the uh, the authorization, having a Google Plus account and uh, verifying stuff is definitely a good way to get rid of some of those um, spammy websites and spammy links. Absolutely. And the fact that everything you post on Google Plus and let's also include YouTube because with Google Hangouts, when you do a video presentation, a live broadcast, it's automatically recorded as a YouTube video. Everything is indexed for search. So everything you're putting out there publicly, you're actually getting those links, but they're not the spammy links that you go across and buy or you try and fake the links. You're getting the links automatically because Google wants great quality content. Now, let's say we're starting or we have a website and we want to position ourselves or gain, gain a better ranking by doing it the right way. What would be three awesome strategies to position yourself on Google Plus and, and Hangouts and become a powerful expert? The first one would be to get over there, set up your profile and optimize it. I see a lot of people that set up their profiles on Google Plus and they have what we call a little blue head, which is no profile picture, it's just a blue shadow head. Show people your profile picture. Google want a full face profile picture because that's what shows up in search. They won't, they won't display it if it's not a good profile picture. Optimize your profile. Tell people what you're about. Include your keywords and things that people will be searching for in your profile. You can also add all your links so you can link back to your other social sites. You can link to your blog. Verify it all. So that starts to build a good foundation. And you, I see so many people that get over there, throw a few things up, and then try and circle everybody and try and post to people without creating the foundation. The foundation is key. Then be active, but don't do it the wrong way. Again, what a lot of people are used to doing is going on a new platform and looking for the people who are their potential target audience. On Google+, it actually works the other way around. Go and look for the key influencers. Go and look for other people that are already sharing top-class content that your target audience is potentially interested in and start creating relationships with them. And when I say that, I mean go and plus one their comments. Add your comments to their comments. Share their posts because that starts to then get the people that are already following the influencers, the people who you want to be connected to and learn from and also the people your target audience want to learn from, that will actually start to bring more people looking at you going, oh, that was a really great comment they made on that. Oh, they've shared that post. It gets more engagement. 
And the third thing is use Hangouts. Start to put your face out there, your business, and don't be scared of doing it. There's a lot of people that go, yeah, but we're just a small business. What can we share that's interesting? People love to see behind the scenes or they love to actually get to know who owns this business. What's their personality? What's their vision? You know, you can share such interesting things that you might not think are interesting, but to your potential audience, they will be because they'll feel they're really connecting with you. And then, of course, that will give you your YouTube video as a recording that you can now optimize as well. And you can add it to your website. So you're creating like a spider's web of links all together that give a really great foundation. Mm. Uh, you touched upon that, and I think that's um, very good. You touched upon small business owners asking you or not knowing what to do when they start off with Google+. And I see this it's similar to Facebook, Twitter. It's a similar phenomenon all over social media. Um, I mean, corporates are hiring like crazy now. They're putting up teams of 20, 30 people who do nothing else uh, but focus on social media. A small business owner, he just don't, doesn't have the resources to do that. He can't just hire somebody to do Facebook and the next person to do Google+. Yeah, what would you suggest to do? Let's say if somebody comes over and says, I'm a small business owner, I'd like to start with Google+. What should he focus primarily? Primarily on one platform. And I say that because you mentioned there, you know, that the big brands have like 10, 20 people running their social media for them. They can be on every single platform. Small business owners and entrepreneurs try and be on every platform. And that ends up diluting what they're doing because they're just overwhelmed and they pop a little post here and then we'll better go and do a post there. And now I've got to do a post here. And it really dilutes what you're doing. If you focus on one platform, pick the right platform. Now, I think Google Plus, obviously, I'm a Google Plus advocate. I know it is a powerful platform because of search, and that's where people are looking. So I would say to someone, if you're coming across to Google Plus, come across and really focus on it. You don't have to get rid of your other platforms, but really focus on building your Google Plus presence. Because if you only come across to have a little look, and now and again you'll pop over, you won't see the results. Mm. Like the shiny object syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> Translate it to social media. We'd see that quite often. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, the other thing with Google Plus that a lot of people don't realize is a lot of people are using um, a certain company's documents and spreadsheets and presentations. With Google Plus, you have Google Drive which you can also create documents and spreadsheets and presentations. You can also share them in your posts. You can also work with other people in real time on them, and they're all saved in one place that you can access from any device, which is a great way to work and can save small businesses a lot of money. Mm. Uh, Carol, you're also working with small businesses now. Can you give us a case study, an example of uh, someone who used Hangouts and, um, yeah, who worked with you, used Hangouts, and how it has expanded their business? One that I would actually like to give you an example of, 
Um, we didn't actually work together, but we were talking and I was doing some case studies because there are very few case studies. And the reason I want to share this one with you is I did an interview case study with this business because it is so phenomenal what they have done by using Google Hangouts. And it's also a video that I can signpost people to who can go and look at it to get some great ideas. This particular business is a Pilates studio and they're in America. They use Hangouts to turn their business from a local business, you know, in a Pilates studio, really it's people in the very local area that will come along to do their Pilates. They've actually turned it global by using Hangouts. They have people that attend their Pilates classes from different countries in <laughs> real time. Wow. Now, yeah, and that was why I wanted to share this one. Um, the the case study is actually on my YouTube channel for people to go and see. We did it, and we were showing them whilst this was actually happening. They also give people virtual tours of their studio using Hangouts. So somebody who's never been there doesn't have to travel to them to have a look if they don't want to. One particular girl used to be a client of theirs, and then she moved. And she said, but I don't want to not be here, and I can't find a Pilates studio I like where I've gone to. She now every week has her Pilates class, she's at home with her computer on, she's part of the class and they can talk to each other. It's absolutely awesome. That's really awesome. <laughs> what I like most is working together with the Americans because you say, okay, uh, British and uh, very strong in uh, Google and Google Hangouts and now working with an American client, yeah, to achieve better results uh, with Hangouts to attract more customers and keep the, the, the loyal customers uh, through online hangouts. I mean, I, I actually am working with people in Australia, in Canada, in Europe, um, uh, in the UK, but I seem to have more overseas. But I could never have worked with them without hangouts. We work face-to-face. -face. Mm -hmm. So we're bringing that real face-to-face -face connection back without having to hop on a plane and fly across to the other side. I would never have met these people if it wasn't for Hangouts. Okay, so you could have mentioned yourself as an example of, I could have of using Hangouts. <laughs> I'm always thinking of how to teach other people. Awesome, awesome. Hey, this is just a station identification. My name is Chris Rock, your Strength in Business host, and my amazing guest today is Carol Dotsley from the United Kingdom. Carol is an expert interviewer and online communication specialist focusing on helping you to use Google Plus and Hangouts to raise your visibility, position yourself as the expert authority in your niche, attract more leads and customers to your business, and most of all, get found where your potential customers are looking for you online. Carol was recently invited to become a Google Plus top contributor because of her Google Plus product knowledge, expertise, and helpfulness, and can often be found in the official Google Plus help community, offering help and advice to Google Plus users. To find out more about Carol and how you can benefit from her valuable Google Plus and Hangouts knowledge, visit www.gplushangoutsuccess.com. So here's the URL once again, gplushangoutsuccess.com. I will include the URL in the description of this podcast, and I'll also put it on my webpage at strengthinbusiness.com under the tab podcast. 
so you can come back to it anytime. So make sure you visit gplushangoutsuccess.com and discover how you can use Google Plus and Hangouts to increase your visibility online. Carol, tell us a bit more about um, your website, about gpluhangoutsuccess.com, and what other programs you offer. G Plus Hangout Success is a complete comprehensive hangout training membership. And it's actually, there is um, strategy videos which are very important. I see a lot of people teaching hangouts and they're teaching you how to press the buttons, but they're not telling you why. They're not giving you the strategies and the business marketing ideas that you need because you can press the buttons, but if you don't know why you're pressing them or the results you want, it's not really going to get you very far. So I put it together with strategy modules and the press the button. But we also have a community where everybody can come in and get support from me. I actually am in that community every day talking to people. And each month I run a live hangout where people can hop on, they can ask their questions, they can find out about new features and tools. So I've tried to bring everything together, not make it, oh, here's a few videos, go and watch them and then get on with it. Because I think a lot of people don't take action when you do that. So that's G plus Hangout Success, and there's some very exciting things coming with that very soon where we're going to have a complete directory for people and an events calendar as well for all members. I also have All Things G plus, which is a monthly learn a new part of Google Plus because people get so overwhelmed and because it's so big I've done it as a monthly program where each month I do a completely new module for people that they know is going to be completely up to date so many people out there creating programs with video based showing all the screen shares and two weeks after they've finished the program people are buying it but it's already out of date so I decided to go the monthly route where people each month I create the new module for them so they know it will always be up to date. And again, we have a community and live access to me as well. Awesome. You have a lot of clients who use uh, Google Plus, who've learned to use Google Plus um, through your educational videos. What do you think, what are the biggest mistakes people make when they decide to launch their business on Google Plus and, and do Hangouts? The biggest mistakes is not learning the platform, not understanding the platform and not understanding circles. Circles are Google Plus is if we compare to perhaps a platform other people know Facebook. On Facebook you become friends. It's a two-way connection. Mm -hmm. Google Plus, circles are your way to organize things. When you put someone in a circle, it's like you saying, I like what you share, share more with me. If they haven't got you in a circle, they will see nothing that you share unless you share publicly. This is the biggest mistake people are making. They're going to Google+, they're adding thousands of people to their circles, they're then sharing information with those circles and wondering why no one's taking any notice. It's because nobody can see what they are posting. People only see what you post to a circle if they have you in a circle. So when people go over, what they need to do is start by posting publicly. That then means that anyone who has you in a circle will see it, but also the public can see it and it's indexed for search, so people are going to start finding you. Mm. Are, are things um, indexed only if you post them publicly or are they indexed if you post them in your circles? Only what you post publicly. Okay. Circles are private, which is good, and the, the privacy over there, you can really hone that down. And 
And, and this is one of the great things where you don't have to worry about if you have your family on Google Plus and you have business on Google Plus. People go, well, I don't want my family to see my business stuff and I don't want my business stuff to be mixed in with pictures of my children. You know, I want that separate. I need two profiles. You don't. Because of circles and because they're a one-way connection unless the other person circles you back, you can completely separate the two and you don't have to worry and you can really make sure that nobody can see what you want to share privately okay well that's a good feature it's an awesome feature when you really understand circles they are very very powerful you can also pe people talk about you have to build a list and everyone's building email lists online yeah yep. what i use is permission-based circles because there is a function in Google Plus when you're posting to a circle that you can tick a box and it will send them an email, which of course will go to their Gmail account mm -hmm. through Google. So it's not like spamming, but it is spamming if you haven't asked their permission. So what I tend to do is say to people, if you would like more information about this topic or if you'd like me to send you invites to my live Hangout events, pop a comment in the post below and I'll add you to my VIP circle. When they say, Carol, add me to your circle, please, they're giving me permission to email them. Now I can email that particular circle information about that particular topic they've asked for. I can tick the box and they will get an email directly from me. Mm. Well, this is something new for me too because I was, I was getting and I'm getting still uh, a bunch of emails from uh, people I um, yeah I have them in my circus but I never gave them the permission to send me emails but I'm still getting them so do I have to understand that as a spam no okay you may be getting emails because your settings are set to send you email notifications from your circles okay if you don't want email notifications those come out when somebody posts either in public or to you in your in that circle and that's just a notification of who's posting so I just need to tick that off and I'm you good need to just <laughs> settings and untick send me an email you can also go into your circles and you can say no notifications okay. is it it's so customizable exactly what you get but no they won't be spamming you that will be a notification it looks different to an email that is sent using the email box well, that's a learning tip for me too. Thank yeah. you very much. <laughs> awesome. Now tell me, um, if somebody starts for the first time, very, very first time their Google Plus and Hangouts journey, what would be your most implementable and profit generating tip for these people? Their very, very first time. Get over there, and it's going back to what I said earlier, set up your profile properly and link it to your website. Okay. And that sounds very simple, and it doesn't sound like, well, how's that going to generate me any profit? Well, if your website is set up properly, and you have calls to action, you're going to be able to drive traffic to your website. If your G Plus profile is set up properly, people are going to find you more easily. And so it's all going to come together. It's like creating your funnel. If you don't have that, you're going to take longer over there. And what I would say is, don't think you can go to Google Plus, blast out a couple of posts with promotional posts and come and buy my stuff. It's the same as in real life. When you go somewhere and you're networking or you're going to a business meeting, the first thing you do is go and introduce yourself and get to know people and you listen to what they are looking for. 
when you listen to what they're looking for, you can then offer them something that they really want. If you go and you try and push what you offer, you have no idea if it's of interest. Mm -hmm. So it's going over to Google+, Plus, setting everything up properly, and then start looking for people and what they're looking for before you start trying to push out to them. It's, it's, it's not an instant, quick fix magic button. It's a sustainable business model. But the good part is you don't need a PhD degree to do that. <laughs> okay. You don't need a PhD to do that. <laughs> okay, so that's a good uh, advice. <laughs> yeah, the important thing is to plan it. You know, if you're going to go over there, decide what you're going there for and work out your strategy before spending all your time and then say it doesn't work. Because if you don't know what results you're looking for and you don't have a strategy, you're not going to make anything work. It's, it's similar to what I do in marketing plans. It's if you don't master the fundamentals, uh, no use uh, wasting your time and resources on some fancy marketing strategies. Exactly. If you want to record your show, but you're not set up properly, I mean, you'll, you'll have problems getting indexed and all that stuff. Yeah, exactly. Okay, awesome. Now, two more general questions. What are key skills, attitudes, and habits you say are a must when you start your own business? Because um, this is something you see every day, and you see it while implementing Google+, but you also see it when people run their business and the way they run the business. Key skills and habits. I think it comes down to mindset before any actual tangible skills. The thing that I see most people is that they don't have the right mindset and they're too busy focusing on how do I learn to press buttons, how do I create my website, how do I create my marketing materials, but their head's in the wrong place. And if your head's in the wrong place, you're never going to see any success. I see so many people who don't take the time to plan. They don't take the time to look at who are my target audience that I want to share my message with, and they start shotgunning and blasting out messages to everybody, and they're not hitting the right people in the right way. That, to me, is really the key, is that you have to have your mindset right to make anything work. Okay, so uh, we have, again, a commonality because, um, yeah, I'm also extreme when I tell people, look, if you don't have time to plan, you don't have time to build a successful business, period. Simple <laughs> as that. <laughs> I know it sounds extreme because a lot of people first show up and they go, whoa, simple, but very, very important. It's key to plan. I mean, if you go into action mode and you're all the time into how to, how to, how to, don't wonder about the results, right? Yeah, exactly. And so many people do that because they're in a hurry. And, and some people are following those that say, just get out there and just blast it out. I do say, take action. Don't spend all your time planning because if you spend all your time planning and you're waiting till it's perfect, you will never actually see anything either. So you have to get the balance right. But you have to start with the planning because if you have no idea what you're going to do when you get somewhere, how are you going to do it? It's a little bit like if you're going to the gym. I don't know why I chose gym because I don't go to the gym. But if you go to the gym, you would make sure you have the right shoes with you. You would make sure you have the right clothes with you. You'd make sure if you're going to be doing a hefty workout and have a shower afterwards that you take your shower gel. You would plan that before you went to the gym. You know, I mean, most people plan their vacation more thoroughly than they plan their business. <laughs> if you take and that. They, yeah, and they research where they're going. They have a look at what's available when they get there the same with your business. Hmm. Carol, 
leaders are readers, my, my, one of my favorite quotes. Um, I always ask this question, so you're not going to get away from me without <laughs> answering this one. That's why. What's your favorite book and why? My favorite, I have lots, but um, one that always comes to mind is The Alchemist by Paolo Coelho. And I loved that. It was one of the first books, not one of the first books I read, but one of the first books that when I read it, I wrote all over the book. I don't write on books. I think it's horrible and messy, but I wrote all over that book because it hit me so hard. And it's all about someone who is traveling the world, trying to achieve their dreams and find the secret to what they're really looking for. And it was sitting underneath their nose all the time. And it's all about listening to the whispers and your heart and following your gut. And I think that is so important, listening to your own intuition and your own gut. Awesome book. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I can only recommend it too. Great. Carol, and here's my last question. If people want to find out more about you and um, connect with you, connect with you on Google Plus and Hangouts, where should they go? Google it. <laughs> <laughs> simple. <laughs> that simple. If you type Carol Dodsley into Google or you type the G plus how to girl into Google, you will find me all over the place. If you come over to Google plus and search for Carol Dodsley, I will pop up. Awesome. Once again, this is Chris Rock from Strength in Business talking to Carol Dodsley from the United Kingdom. Thanks for being my guest today, Carol. Thank you for having me. I have thoroughly enjoyed it and I hope I've added loads of value for everyone. You definitely have. You definitely have. Thanks a lot for sharing your valuable insights and tips on Google Plus and Hangouts with us. I appreciate it very much. Hey, everybody. Chris Rock here from Strength in Business. We had a great guest on today's show, Carol Dotsley, Google Plus and Google Hangouts specialist. Find out more about Carol by visiting gplushangoutsuccess.com. Thanks for listening. I'll see you in the next episode. Happy marketing and remember to always play to your strengths. Thank you for listening to the Strength in Business podcast. Submit your questions on strengthinbusiness.com and follow Chris on Twitter at Chris Rock. That's K-R-I-S-Z-R-O-K-K. -K.